Greetings, I'm Sonia Brooks, the Song Bee, and this is The Vibe Juice. This is the, <laughs> this is the Christopher uh, Jeffrey sh- uh, show. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is the Sonia Song Bee show. Well, you're center in front, so. Oh, I know, huh? Don't yeah. I seem like the guy? Hi, I'm Pierce Morrison. <laughs> or uh, Pierce Morgan. Oh, we got to talk about them. That's what we got to talk about. The, the oh, Royals. Oh, oh boy. We got okay, we'll we'll, we'll put that on the only on, on the back side. No, no, no. But it's it's hot shit. Yeah, Hell. We got to talk about that. Okay, so well, and and it's not so much. We could go more into the Pierce stuff than right. we do the Megan and the Harry. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what though? Nah, you got to talk about them too. Well, okay. Because well, you know what? Because fuck that. You know what I'm saying? They killed Princess Diana because she was fucking with Okay, well, all right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So. You know I'm saying? They're assholes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But let's not get it twisted. Sorry. Well, three, two, one. And welcome to another episode of The Vibe Juice. This is episode 28, and the Vibe crew is here. I am Sonia Song B. The sweet like a honey and honey, just beautiful like a bee, I guess. Mm-hmm. Watch that sting here. <laughs> and we have... Smooth Walker, the sweet talker in the mix like Betty Crocker. Brothers, you can call me smooth, but ladies, you can call me Milky Way. I'm Chris Jeffrey. <laughs> and Only he, our Rashid here. Put all that chocolate on it. We're going to just sweeten it up. Okay? The vibe juice. The vibe is positive and the juice is super sugary. Very sweet. So, um, back to getting back to the latest of what's going on in uh, in the world today. Yeah. Uh, starting with uh, Joy Floyd uh, family receive a $27 million settlement city of uh, uh, Minneapolis. Now, do you think that's a, a fair assessment for them? No. No. You know, you know, man lost his life, man. Man lost his life. 627 million. Did they ask for that? Is that no, the initial? No, okay. I'm saying okay. a fair settlement. It's 600. And it's still a little short. Mm-hmm. But 627 million would be closer. Yeah. I would agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, um, this needs to happen all the time. Thank you. Every time this happens, they need to get whooped upside the head. Because I'll tell you what, as soon as that happens, they're going to stop shooting motherfuckers. I'll tell you that. You know what I'm saying? They will stop killing people, you know what I'm saying, indiscriminately because they're black and they've been profiled. To add a point? Yes. Once they tie the settlements to the police union and pensions, yes, the mm. shit will stop yesterday. Yep, it'll stop. Okay, but who's paying for this twenty-seven million? Because it's at the, the end, that, that's the, the it's the city. It's the city, and, it's but not it gets the police department, mm-hmm. right? It's not. It's not the unions. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not the individual <clears throat> muggers that's out there murdering people, right? But if, if there's four cases currently in the country where municipalities are currently discussing actively how to get the hook in the ass. Mm-hmm. And say, okay, well, if the city pays, say, two thirds, 
Right. You the police pay union. The police union and the pension funds mm. of the police. Yeah. Especially if you look at what happened here locally recently. Mm-hmm. Two police officers whose salary was around 140, 150 a year, both of them made in excess of 600 grand. What? Yes. Well, I know that in oh, we're talking about Oakland. Oakland I know. Police I know. I know. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I know. If you're going to get a glorified slave catcher job, then part of your slave catcher wages and your retirement mm-hmm. needs to be. Tied to malpractice. You know what I'm saying? Just like a doctor. It should be. I agree and, with that. And yeah. that uh, um, what is it? Partial immunity? The, uh, the, where the police officers cannot be. They, they often get out of cases because mm-hmm. of the immunity of giving them because they're law enforcement. Right. And, and you know what? I think that it should, I think it, and, and, you know, quite honestly, I mean, yeah, I definitely think that there should be uh, uh, reparations that are, that are given to the families. Um, if they're, if, if the, if the family, if the person is killed or whatever, but I think that if the police get off, it should be more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, the police, if the police are, are found not guilty and from criminal charges, you know what I'm saying? I think it should be more. I think if it's if it's you know if they're found guilty and they go to jail, 150 percent you know of the settlement. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. It mm. got to like double it. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. You know you want to let this motherfucker go in in criminal court? We're gonna get his ass in civil. Court. Right. You know what I'm saying? And your ass. You know what I'm saying? And all the police union and all that stuff. All you guys have to pay. You know. And uh, yeah, I think well, that, that should be stop. that it should be stop. part of the uh, George Floyd uh, uh, police well, reform it, it was bill. On the floor yeah. of the house in the last two weeks when they were looking at the uh, the I forget <clears throat> what the exact name of the bill, but it was the one. I, th- I, th- I thought they called it the George uh, Floyd. Well, were, I saw it referred to as that, but okay. I'm, I'm talking about the actual name. Okay. If you wanted to research it, right? In congressional okay. records. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would. You might have to hit George Floyd and okay. then go through two or three other. To find out the actual name. But, bottom line, there are at least four municipal governments in America right now that are considering what percentage of settlements would have to come from, Mm. (laughs) would have to come from police unions and retirement. Because people don't realize, they, like here in Oakland, we think OPD is paid. You need to look at what it's, LA, LA. Oh, no, don't tell me. Oh don't God, tell no, me. Dude. Don't tell me. Rampart Division? Are you kidding me? No. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> well, 77. Seven. Right. See, that's the one I, I grew up under. 77. Seven, seven. Yeah. Okay. 77. Seven. But you got, you got LAPD officers that easily are grossing with minimal overtime. See, that's the difference. In LA, you don't need overtime. You can get 160, 180. Easy. Yeah. See, here you get mm-hmm. eh, 140, 135. Right. But then it, when they get. Okay. Okay. Listen, and think about play. the grip that they make. That's, it's not on the payroll. Well, you're right. But think about that how trading it day money. into who they recruit. If you recruit from basically dead end blank blanks, mm-hmm. then. Of course, they're going for every single freaking dollar. Yeah. Every dollar. Hmm. $635,000 overtime wow. with total pay That's ridiculous. in one year. I know. I heard about cop. that. That's I'm ridiculous. Fine. And then when they well, we don't have money to pay psychiatrists or mental health. Bullshit. That reminds me of that show uh, that I've been watching recently. It's called um, 
uh, for life. Have you seen that show yet? No. Uh, it's a fifty cent uh, production. Oh. Um, it's a really good show. And it comes uh, on. I've heard about it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's about the brother that goes to he's he's he, he gets sent to jail and then um, oh he's an attorney. He gets, he gets out. Yeah, okay. Gets oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, I haven't seen Brian it. Brian something. Uh, the one that wrote the Just Mercy or no no, no, no that's no. the uh, yeah. the attorney that yeah. wrote the book. No, that's yeah. not. It's no, not the same. This is a this, fifty cent. Yeah, so. like, it, man, it's really good. It's a good show. It's, it's, okay. He spends you know he spends his time in prison. But somehow he manages to work loopholes and get himself the ability to, to practice law in court while he's in prison, right? Ooh, yeah. That's um, major. Yeah, exactly. That's major. Yeah, it was created therefore, by Hank therefore Steinberg. Freeing, therefore freeing... Uh, uh, Are you surprised? Right. <laughs> therefore, therefore freeing those characters, uh, yeah. other characters who are in jail, and then thus freeing himself. But there's a, there's a, there's a part where he actually gets out and he actually is... Um, where he is later on. He's like the Black Perry Mason. I love the show. It's oh, great, really? man. This guy's like Denzel, man. What time, I mean, where his, does his, it come meter, on? What network? His speaking meter. It's on, uh, it's on ABC. Oh. Um, and two seasons of our, already in the can. Okay. So you got, you know, a number of episodes to watch. It's a really okay. good show. Um, but there's, there's one where the cops, um, the, 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 the New York city police, um, basically waited the turnstiles for somebody to jump the turnstile or whatever. And then they collar the people. So it's college for dollars is what they call it. <laughs> um, right, so they they it. call people like at the end of their shift, right? Grab them, take them in, and then um, <clears throat> and then you know get the time, use the overtime when they're you know writing right. out the right. you know writing out the stuff. So they all just, the work in the last forty five minutes, and then right. spend the next two hours OT. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Same thing happening here. Yeah. Exactly. It's rated very high. Uh, Rotten T- Tomatoes has it uh, four and a half stars, almost five stars. Man, that show is good. I watched the whole series this week. That's what I did. You asked me what I did this weekend. I watched <laughs> College for Dollars. No, I watched. You know, I watched. I watched that show. I watched the show this weekend. It was and it was um, pretty good. Pretty doggone okay. good. You know. So wow. Check it out okay. Okay. So you just started watching it. So this is. Man, uh, I was, I've watched. I've seen everything that they have to offer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've seen <laughs> all of it. Yeah, I saw. I, I binged it. Yeah, it's uh, like twenty four episodes. Mm, okay. Yeah, I didn't start it this weekend. I started it. You know. Few days ago, few days before ago. The yeah, it was like Wednesday. I started it, but, okay. you know, and I, I finished it up this weekend. Hmm. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but you know, still tells you that I didn't have shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I mean, I just, I mean, I couldn't get off of it. It was, I, I got stuck. I got stuck. I ain't well, gonna lie. Well, thanks for the heads up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so well, getting back to the so part of police reform, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. They need to make make these officers accountable. They got to hit them in the pocket. Yeah, you know, in the city, as we mm-hmm. said, the city is the one. The settlement, the twenty seven million mm-hmm. settlement, hardly scratches the surface. And you know, the, and the other problem I have with that is that ultimately they they find a way to pass that on to its residents anyway through yeah. taxes and well, property see, that, taxes and this and that's that. That's why this issue of accessing police unions and pension funds is so critical Mm -hmm. because in the past, even if they established what's called city, a a municipal government liability, that's the city government, or maybe the county, and then Mm -hmm. the departmental Mm -hmm. liability, Mm -hmm. level two, Mm -hmm. level three is usually stops with supervisors. Mm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So all the, the rank and file uh-huh. who do the nasty shit, mm-hmm. on, they don't get held 
responsible at all. financially. Right. They do the dirty stuff. And then <laughs> that's how the city pass or county passes mm-hmm. it on mm-hmm. to the residents. Right. Because if it comes out of the city budget, mm-hmm. the city going to be trying to get it back. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So that's why you got some municipal governments that are saying, you know, I sort of like that idea. Huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Y'all going to keep doing that shit? Well, check this. You're going to pick up a third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of what the city gets on the hook for, right? Mm-hmm. It needs you, to be passed to, down. So pension, police pension fund, which is huge. Police. It turns out that municipal de- police department mm-hmm. pension funds are some of the biggest pension funds in the country. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they're getting paid. Mm-hmm. You know, slave catchers <laughs> get paid well, right. and they have good investments. Oh yeah, mm. make good investments. Mm. So whoever so they have, they have so those pension funds. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm. Mm. Wasn't it? No, no, no. I, I mean, not... they like be like you know, like you know, like New York's probably got, you know, like let's say New York's uh, pension fund is probably well over one point five billion or something like that. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? It's, it's huge. It's 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 extremely huge. That's the reason why those guys can wield that kind of power with the politicians. You know what I'm saying? Because they have that kind of money. Right, exactly. You know. And then and and those pensions have been, those pension funds have been building since the 1800s maybe. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so it's not like, you know, this is some brand new money. This is old money. You know? Very old, actually. (laughs) Back to the slave pensions. (laughs) Back to the slave, yeah, exactly. Wow. Gangs of New York money. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) You know, type of shit. Going way back. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So, well, you know, I guess we have to wait for the, the next level on that because they're not done. They're they're now going to do a, a civil suit, right? Aren't they? Yeah. The George Floyd family. Wait, that wasn't the civil suit? No, that, no, was, that was the city. What a, that, that, no, that was a settlement. It was a settlement. But, but they're still... The case. Yeah, but there's the case. a separate civil suit right. that they're doing. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to be greasy. They're going to be sitting back like, yes, uh, pardon me. Do you have any great people? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to put on your ass. Right? <laughs> okay. They're going to they be paid. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're going to be paid enough to make those police's lives miserable while they're in prison or if they're out. Doesn't really matter. They're going to get your ass. You know what I'm saying? With that kind of money. You know what I'm saying? They can pay your mama to kill you. Money you know talks. what I'm saying, right? You know what I'm saying. Or Money talks. one of your former fellow police officers. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Right, that's true. They're supposed to. They they pledge. They're pledging a, a percentage of their money to go back within that oh, yeah, community. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Matter yeah. of fact, in the settlement, I believe there was a portion allocated by the uh, government of Minneapolis, the local government, mm. um, that was specifically for that. Mm-hmm. You know, to be invested in the uh, in the community around the area where he was murdered. Hmm. Piece of junk ass cop. It's ridiculous. It's a sad sorry, story, but you know, I mean, the guy just sat there in front of people. Just the hubris in that. Well, but see, okay, that's, that's something that <laughs> our community specifically needs to pay close attention to because. I believe if you confront me and you're armed, then I'm either going to take your arm and kill you, or I'm going <laughs> to use my arm and kill you. But we're not going to get in a, a pissing match. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not, nah, nah, I, I'll call you mister until you're dead. 
right. to right. stop breathing or start bleeding. <laughs> but I mean that that's that's what happens too often. Yeah. You know, they suck it sucking you in, get your your emotions rolling and broiling, and then BAM they're dead. Uh-huh. So what would you say for listeners, the appropriate way of dealing with a matter, provided that you're not in need of your uh, 5150 medication, and, uh, you know, it's Sarah, not that, a mental health situation. it's not a mental health situation, and, and you're stopped, and you're questioned, and you're challenged. I mean, we've seen the Karens and, and the Jeffies, or whoever they are, how mm-hmm. they handle that, because they, they can do everything. They could spit, yeah. cry, piss, slap. But you, person of color, that's that's not your You can't even you can't stay in your a, lane, fool. You can't even use a stern voice. <clears throat> no. I had a cop tell me one time, I don't like your tone. It, no, and they'll do that. It, it, yeah. it, it, it like, will. What tone, mother? <laughs> <laughs> that one? <laughs> Is that the tone you heard? <laughs> yeah, well, you, there's more of it. Right, now, a lot more, but he. I mean, you know, no, but I've heard and I've seen and recorded in situations that that exactly. same approach, and the person's like, "Sir, what are you talking about? I'm not, you know, you're keep your hands down, you know." And they're just agitated and they're determined mm-hmm. to come at you. And well, that, some people approach that's that a way. Large part of the training in the police. Okay, so then that's a part of Psych reform. If I know I'm way out, I'm way out on the edge with you, then I start. Mm, 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 <laughs> and right, that's one forty eight poking you. One forty eight PC. Then yeah. then they can one forty eight PC. You know what I'm saying? That's that is the penal code for mm. uh, interfering with an officer in the performance of his duty. Mm-hmm. Right. So if the cop says, "Put your hand over that glass," and you'd be like, "Why?" They'd be like, "Bam!" Slam me on the ground. Why? Because they told you to do something. And you and didn't you do didn't it. Didn't fucking you know do it fast enough. You didn't do it fast enough for them. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And that's all they need. Right. You know what I'm saying? They can snatch you up, slam you, throw you on the ground, stand on your head, and everything else. Lot which is what they do. You know what I'm saying? And and 148 PC is the catch-all that they use to do it. Oh. You know. So that Latino that. brother that um, I, I, I well I, let me <clears throat> retract, take <throat> that back. <throat> I'm not sure he was. He may have been <clears throat> Filipino. Or something like that. Uh, I think it was a Marine. Where was the incident? They killed him. No, where? Where was the incident? I I forget the location, but the guy... I mean, was it local here? No, 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 it wasn't local. Okay. But the guy put... The officer put his knee on his neck for, I think, seven minutes. Hmm. But this was recent, wasn't it? I mean, like in the last... Okay, I think I heard something about that. You got the ACLU, you got the NAACP. The Filipino guy? I'm not sure whether he was... I think... It was either Filipino or Latino. Right. Mm-hmm. He probably but, had a Latino but, last name, but he could but have been he, Filipino. But he was definitely a Of color. Family. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And of color. Right. And a male. Mm-hmm. And the same scenario <clears throat> as George Floyd, George Floyd mm-hmm. where there was a, a whole audience. Of people just sitting around. in the neighborhood. Yeah. That saw it, witnessed it. And they're like, oh, you know, it was hundreds of goddamn phone cameras going. But it was, it was, it was just, and so far... The municipal, the municipal, the local municipal government has said they cannot find any reason to prosecute for his death. Oh shit! Not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Oh my god. Okay, so it's like okay, so you just took a human life, and you 
the examining or reviewing authority cannot determine any potential probable cause for the for the incident, let alone his death. Mm-hmm. Because he wasn't armed, there's no allegations of drug use or you know, being on, on uh, prescribed drugs or that none of that applies. Right. You know, and they kept questioning him and he kept responding, you know, for his military training. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So when they press on him, he's like, I'm so and so and so and so. Right. I was going to so and so and so and do so and so and so. It's right. all very cut and dry. Right. And then, right. bam, he's on his face down, face down to wow. the ground, yeah. the knee from the back of the neck, mm. and he dies. So he was he was actually having a conversation with them? They, they... Well, they, they were questioning him, uh-huh. and he was responding. Right. But what happened was that there were so many phone cameras. Right. See, and so many people picked up so much of it mm-hmm. that when they looked into it after his death, they're like, well, okay, now what? Tell me again. What? Why did you start? What? What was happening? Right. Was he, had he committed a crime? Did you see him commit a crime? Mm-hmm. Was yeah. he reported mm-hmm. as being, you know, <coughs> a, a, a recent criminal inaction? What, yeah, they just what be happened? doing that shit just to be doing it, man, sometimes. It's just fucked up. It's just fucked up. Yeah, and yeah. some places have that they reputation, you know, a reputation. Usually when we're hearing these uh, ultimate deaths, if you if we get the research in the background, we'll know that there's a history of that Every shit happening in that area, you know, which means in that department. With George Floyd. Correct. His record is funky. I mean, he no other George Floyd that I saw. And uh, I reviewed right. what was available. Right. But it was, you know... Uh, 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 crosswalking, uh, you, know, I mean, you know, right, right. Somebody died right, because right. you said they were jaywalking or whatever they call yeah. it. I mean, where's the sense in that shit at all? And I jaywalk all the time. Slave catcher, right in front of the police. Slave <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Slave you know, think it's about ridiculous. It, Understand if you don't know the history of police departments in America. Gotcha. You need to go. They had slave catcher badges. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that security company? <laughs> Pinkerton. Pinkerton. Oh my Pinkerton, god! The same ones. That really. The early union leaders. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Same ones went after Billy the Kid. Nasty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same one. Damn. Well, that's why I I, I feel yeah. there's a a much more direct connection to the original purpose of police right. than most God, people realize. Yeah, right. See, they want to talk in 1970 or mm. 2000 or 1950 terms. No, you got to go back. You got to go back a couple hundred years, baby. You need to look at why they were given the almost, ex- not almost excessive, definitely excessive authority to just do whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Pinkerton did Given the state of union, and they're not that strong now, but you know, if you if you know something about the union movement in America, when you go back to the beginning of that, you're like Pinkerton. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> a private security agency, right? Right. And you killed how many people at that? What? Yeah, Pinkerton was like, oh, they they man. weren't like just a security company like they are now. I mean, you know, Pinkerton yeah. still exists. There's a history, yeah. you know, right? They, right. They, you they know, do. They, I think they may even have a Wait con- a minute, aren't they doing they have a also contract the, with Kaiser? They're like they're like I mean I think they're like the guys that stand out in front of, you know, 
the hospital in front at Kaiser or whatever. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. I mean, they're like, you know, they're, well, they're everywhere. Pinkerton, Pinkerton's I heard, and I can't say it's the truth, and mm-hmm. I believe it. I heard Pinkerton had Thompson submachine guns before the FBI. Huh. Wow. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, yeah, I mean, well, Connection. You know, I mean... Uh, you know, automatic weapons weren't they weren't they weren't illegal then. Everybody, anybody could have them. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, but but it, it, yeah. you know, the FBI had to go through congressional, you know, uh, exercises yeah. to get it legally established because they were limited to pistols, oh, okay. revolvers, mm-hmm. and shotguns. Right. And so they, they were could use rifles in urban, not urban, rural pursuit. Or extreme situations, but I heard that Pinkerton was packing them Thompsons. Yeah, wow. Tommy guns. The FBI was authorized to have them. Man, I wish I could have a Tommy gun. Ooh. Oh, no, no, hush, <laughs> hush. I really do, man. Oh my gosh, those things are so bad. I love just the way they look. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, just all the World War now, Two movies now, and now with the hundred round. Wrong. Oh yeah! Wow. Oh, yeah. So that's really that's very interesting. So, wow. So Pinkerton was around with Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Became what, famous what when he when yeah. he claimed to have foiled a plot to assassinate the president elect Abraham Lincoln. That's right. Get mm-hmm. the and, f and, out of here, and, really. And they say that the reason he was eventually uh-huh. assassinated uh-huh. was that some money changed hands. And later and hired. The guy that was guarding Lincoln. Yes. Left his post. Mm. Who later hired? Okay, later hired Pinkerton uh, agents for personal security during the Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Ha. Huh. Because the only people he could trust was the people he paid. Better not be okay. But it, wow. now here's a funny thing. It says, okay, now the National uh, Detective Agency hired women and minorities from its founding uh, a practice common at the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> women and minorities. Okay. To track and kill women and, catch. and minorities. And right. tracks. Right. Remember, before right. women had to vote, there was a wow. bunch of situations, a bunch of protest situations where women <sighs> either you know, had the, had suffered the major injuries and or went to the hospital because he was, he was J. Edgar Hoover vote. before J. Edgar Hoover is what basically... Pinkerton was. You know what I'm Pinkerton was a private J. Edgar Hoover. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From the private sector. Well, you know what I'm saying? Business, man. And J. Edgar said, ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Can I copy that? Right. Can I use that? Right. Oh, yeah, J. Go, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they were around during labor strikes in the 19th century, the early 20th, 20th and yeah. 21st centuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To infiltrate, infiltrate you have yeah. unions. You see what I'm saying? Look at they the get UAW. in there right behind everybody, just like just like Cointelpro. They yeah. were, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, it was, boy, same shit. It was, yeah. All about it's all you about it's just dirty. Our yeah. workers' union had mm. either three or five major lawsuits against Pinkerton in like 30 years. You know, not not an incident. I see, but like 15, 20, 30 years where UEW was like, look, mm. you've been sending your cousins out. Mm. They need to stop fucking with me. Right. <laughs> and then when you know, once unions got legalized, they cut enough deals mm. to where you know Pinkerton knew, okay, they can't, they can't hire something.
Okay, and we are back. So this is our booty juice segment, and we're going to go right into the entertainment and the juicy booty goods. So as you know, we are one month beyond uh, uh, the Black History Month, and there was just a barrage of shows that came out in movies. So we must take a moment to talk about the United States versus Billy Holiday. Oh now, he oh yeah. And uh, this is a show that was produced, um, or the movie, uh, that was seen on, um, I want to say what station, um, recently released and seen on, I'm sorry, U.S. versus Billy, Billy Holiday that came out uh, 2021. And this was on uh, released by Paramount Pictures. Mm. It actually came out in during uh, uh, Black History Month, yeah. February mm-hmm. 26th. And it is directed by Lee Daniels. It's starring Andra Day, who who has done such a fabulous job that she was the oh, winner, first black best woman actress, in thirty five years to win the Golden Globe, the Golden Globe Best Actress Award. That's correct. Yes, and she was fine. Okay, well before we, I know you want to talk love, about that. I'm in love. Before we go all into that. Okay, so it was also starring Trevante Rhodes, Natasha Leone, Garrett uh, Hedlund, and music by, guess what, Chris Bowers. Yeah. Music was good. Who's Chris mm-hmm. Bowers? Should I smack him now? <laughs> well, he, you call the shots, honey. <laughs> smack that bug. It's like, and what, what year were you born? No, never mind. Okay, don't ask that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Some of my lady friends might find out. Uh, okay, I know. <laughs> <laughs> lady babies. Right, right. <laughs> oh, <Lord>. Anyway. <laughs> Don't let the smooth taste fool you. That's Walker. Watch out. I'm, I'm warning y'all. I hear the Walker. <laughs> right. Creeping in the dark. Smooth Walker, baby. Okay, smooth, smooth Walker. See, that's smooth. Anyway, so what do you think of the movie? Who's seen it? I, I know I've, Christopher's seen it. I've seen it. And I found, I felt like they addressed maybe about 40% yeah, it of was the a, real shit. I mean, you know, because right. I, I appreciated the fact I had never seen 2%. Right. I knew of it in terms of documents and how they did sister. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there was a trend of thought in the, I think it was late 40s, early 50s that significantly advocated mm-hmm. that that happened to her, the whole thing around the heroin and, and all of that. Yeah. Because, you know, one of the guys that was her supplier was the FBI Was it FBI? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And one of the theories that I heard from black elders, especially out of the South, mm-hmm. was that when she did Strange Fruit, mm-hmm. and then they told her, if you do it again, you'll die. And that wasn't, I'm not saying it's the government, but they cousin, mm-hmm. you know, Billy Bob around the, around the no, corner. No. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, um, I like the fact that it was presented from the perspective of what happens to a black entertainer who is globally renowned when they fuck with the U.S. government. They Kanye is ass. <laughs> He's next. Okay. I'm telling you. But that but that mm. you know, so the, I always found it 
believable mm-hmm. that a black woman in that time, in that political space, mm-hmm. had the utter gall to present the song and then get told what's going to happen to your ass. Mm-hmm. And then it happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not saying she doesn't have any responsibility for her addiction or for right. what happened, but right. some other black entertainers in later years, after their death, mm-hmm. it was found out. And we're how talking they about got post up. 40, about 45, for this is around 44. Yeah. And this happened late with 40s, her. early mm-hmm. 50s. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that mm-hmm. after Billy, yeah, this whole story started in 47, 46. 47. Yeah. So it was, uh, what's his name? The Harry Aslinger, who was the yeah. uh, head of the uh, Federal Bureau of Investigation, I believe, mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Uh, Bureau of Narcotics. Yeah. Well, you know, he was the guy that was over over the prohibition, right? You know, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. And, and got rich. Very unsuccessful. <laughs> yeah, and got, it got rich. rich. Being unsuccessful. Right? I see. With the prohibition of alcohol. Right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So now we got a new one. You don't drink it. <laughs> okay. Right. It's not in a glass. Right. No, it's not. You might shoot it with some glass. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But seriously, I, I really feel for me, USA versus Billie Holiday, even the title was provocative enough. You know? Are you okay with that title? I don't know. For some reason, it just sits. The United States versus Billie Holiday? But it should. Yeah. Uh Because what it's it's emphasizing, and this goes, you know, Lee Daniels has his own view. Sure. But to me, what it emphasizes is the fucking government Mm -hmm. targeted a human. It did emphasize that. An individual that. human. Right. Mm-hmm. Who you don't like what I played. You don't like right. what I sang. Right. And so, therefore, you're going to dog me out, make me damn near public enemy number two and a half, mm-hmm. and then I'm gone. So, it's interesting. So, I found something here that Harry Aslinger, Ass, Anslinger, <laughs> anyway, that he was a demented racist and that. You know, yeah. he in the uh, in the 1930s, he he made the claim uh, and this is a quote that reefer makes darkies think that they're as good as white men. This is who he was. Yeah, hmm. exactly. He was on a mission no matter what. Exactly. The gall of you, you know, yeah. to have any kind of economic success. You don't care fruit. how you got it. Right. Strange fruit. The, Hell no. Right. right. But there he was in all her shows. Mm hmm. <laughs> With his wife. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. See, and they, the, the, I wished in the, the movie, USA versus Billie Holiday, I wish there had been more coverage or more depictions of the kind of, of heavy handed, like early Mussolini Hitler type political shit that happened to Billie. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there were times where, Billy said, and others around her said, they would monitor her. We're following you 24-7, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. So we know, okay, she ain't bought no drugs in what? What's that, a day and a half? Right. Okay. So right. now, when it get to three days, all of a sudden somebody shows up, and they don't want no money. Uh-huh. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Give her some the heroin. Setup. Keep her on, the setup. The setup. You know, just, oh, no, no, baby. Here's I, I don't the need setup. your money, baby. It's, it's, it's cool. Right. It's right. cool. And, you know, unfortunately, and I don't remember this brother's name, but the one of those who I think was a character supposed to be portrayed by, um, In the movie? In uh, no, in, in the later movie that mm-hmm. Motown did oh, with Diana Ross uh, and uh, with Billy D. Williams. Yeah, Billy D. Williams. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know whether it was actually that guy that Billy D. portrayed or another guy, but there the was a Billy D. portrayed was the guy that was at the very beginning that was snatching around, calling her bitch, and telling yeah, her beating her butt, yeah, which, yeah. which was D. not. That, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think that is who Billy D. actually was, but you know. <laughs> Motown, I mean, well, not yeah. Billy D, but the but guy. But the boyfriend. Yeah, the, yeah, who he played, the yeah. character he played. He, right. You know, the Motown made him a sweet guy. And, with yeah, white handsome, charming, you know, oh, yeah. a, you know, you know right, cool. Right. Gorilla Pimp. Right, he was Gorilla Pimp. Yeah. Right. You know, he was actually a Gorilla Pimp. Yeah. 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 Real world. Yeah. But the, that, well, that's the song, you know. I don't care if, my, if I get beat up by my papa. And she wasn't talking about a daddy. Not that daddy. No, you no. know, <laughs> birth daddy. <laughs> you know, ain't nobody's business if I do. So yeah. you know, um, she she wrote what she felt, what she lived. Yeah, she wrote. You know, well, it's really it's 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 sad. You know, what yeah, I mean? that, it is. When I when I finished watching USA versus Billie Holiday, mm-hmm. it was just like you know, look, I need to have a cigar and I need <laughs> to just chill a little bit. Because right. I'm feeling real ugly. Because, yep. you know, you can only depict gross, brutal inhumanity so much. And then even the slave that has a stick will be caught sharpening the stick and trying to stick it through your... You got your foot on his neck. Mm. He'll be trying to stick the stick through your foot and connect your calf... <laughs> And if he can get your leg, they'll need a bend. He may try to connect your calf to your goddamn thigh, because it was really—I mean, it was—it was brutal. I mean, it was really, yeah, you know. And and that's not to say, well, if you look at the history of jazz artists, if you look at the the history of jazz artists from the twenties into the sixties, and you see what they all of them, white or black. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of heroin addicts. Oh, okay. yeah, you know. Okay, uh, but I mean, Parker, but, you know. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Losing, losing your cabaret license. Right. Yeah. That was basically saying you're outlawed. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if you got the hottest shit in the world. Right. right. You can't That's play, right. play without a cabaret license. And you couldn't license. perform. What was that Round Midnight? Who was that, that movie, remember? Dexter Gordon. Dexter Gordon. Played, he played the role. He ro- played the role of, uh, who was it? Uh, uh that was he was infamous with this. Well, Thelonious no, Monk, Thelonious Monk it wrote. It wasn't Thelonious. No, no, no. Or, I'm uh, saying Thelonious Monk wrote mm-hmm. around midnight, and it became famous based on other people playing it and presenting it. Mm. But the story, okay, okay, the story of how all that shit came to be. Right. The reason you had black jazz artists in that time period in Europe mm-hmm. was that where are they gonna fucking play here. Hmm. You done took this guy's cabaret license. Them two women can't sing. That brother over there can't play the drums no more. Blah, blah, blah. Lucky to get a passport to get out of this motherfucker to do it. You okay. Know I mean? And some didn't. Some didn't. Yeah. Some, some, some didn't. Because uh, I saw an interview with Max Roach. Hmm. And, you know, Max goes all the way back. Yeah. I met him before. Oh, yeah? Yeah. About 1985. Cool guy. Here, man. Uh, 
it was him, Dizzy Gillespie, mm. and uh, Nancy met, Wilson all you, played. You and met I, Dizzy Gillespie? Yeah, we, we did a show with him, actually, when, really? I, was, you know, when, I, was, when I was a kid, yeah. Um, yeah, it was awesome stuff, you know what I'm saying? I, I was in a group called The New Traveling Voices um, with Jackie Hairston. And, you know, she always used to get us into, you know, these big shows. Morgana King, we played with with uh, Cab King. Calloway. We played name. with Mercer Ellington, Duke Ellington's band. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we, we you know, we did a lot of big band type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, bop, ooh, bop. You know what I'm saying? That kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Return to the Cotton Club type of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, hmm. uh, and yeah, so I actually got a chance to meet Max Roach. He was a pretty cool guy, actually. Yeah. Um, See, and Max was, was to for me... One of the older mm. or oldest, or one of the oldest jazz musicians, including Dizzy, yeah, and a few others, who this what came out of his mouth, yeah, was Max Roach. Huh. Now you could fuck it, lump it, do whatever you right. want with it, right. but it was gonna be Max Roach, yeah. It, what you, you don't, no, I don't, no, no, no. So Charlie Parker, mm-hmm. yeah, Charlie Parker, John Coltrane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now and I thought that movie was a true story, but I'm not sure who which, was about which around movie? around midnight. Around that midnight. was, it was an artistic was just rendering a re- rendering of different probably yeah. different stories. But the 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 bottom stunt line, the mm-hmm. bottom storyline in in the movie Round Midnight, yeah, was true. It was about the the life of a black jazz musician right. in Europe after basically being dogged the fuck out, right. Yeah, you know, look, if if all I could do is play music, mm-hmm. and you took my cabaret license, mm-hmm. if I went to another state so like outside gotta, of New York, maybe that's why a lot of them went to Europe. Too. No, no, it, it was part or of many it. of yeah. I mean, I I think it was almost like an intervention or a. a, 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 a counterintelligence approach mm-hmm. okay. to where if I know all you can do is a to make a living. And I rescind and refuse to to issue mm-hmm. a new license for you to do A. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're either going to try to do A underground here or publicly in Europe. Wow. Mm-hmm. So Lee Morgan. Yeah. No, Lee Morgan was, I guess he trumpet used player. trumpet player. Yeah. Charlie Parker. Mm-hmm. John Coltrane mentioned that, well. Uh, Fats, I don't know Fats Waller if he did or didn't. Well, Fat Fats Waller, I don't know whether I don't know what the substance problem was. Okay, but he had one. <laughs> so that drink, you, know, yeah. I, you know, it, it may probably, have been alcohol. It right. may have been alcohol and drugs. Right. I, I really don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. But I know all of the jazz musicians, and this includes blues musicians. Mm-hmm. A lot of them ended oh, up. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, I'm trying to think of the, the elder brother. He's got a gray streak in the front of his head. He went to France like in 40 or something early and stayed. Uh, um, what is his name? Can't think of that brother's name. But he, 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 he actually opened a club. And I believe, I'm pretty sure the club was in France. And what he became was like that's where you bounced. When you bounced out of here, you went there. You landed there. Okay. He helped you navigate and hook up mm. in uh-huh. Europe, but meanwhile, you come to his joint and you, you could eat. And, Sorry. You could Sorry. eat and drink and do whatever you know, whatever you needed to do. Yeah. One second. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Uh, you know, uh, the 
the fact of the matter is, is that uh, they dog that sister out, and and oh, and they yeah. and they you know Sonny Rollins is I think one of the ones yeah. I was think trying to think of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know they dogged her ass out, and and um, you know really found ways to you know it, it showed they showed how basically they did a COINTELPRO thing on her. They they did the, almost exactly. the same thing they did to Fred Hampton that we talked about last week. I mean, it's like almost, you know, it's like duplicate right. story, right. Yeah. you know, um, of, you know, and and there's a, there was a point, poignant moment where they said, this isn't a war on drugs. This is a war on us. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? It, you know, and, and when are we finally going to realize, right, that warfare is being implemented upon the black man across and the black woman across the board, the board in across every facet, the board. Yeah. you know. And, you know, eventually somebody's going to have to do something. You know, there's, it's, you know, come on, dude. <laughs> you know, come on. Working up Christopher Jeffries. Right? Smooth walker. Make him lose, lose his, his title. He's yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but Become I mean. rough walker. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, eventually, you know, you know, eventually, um, you know, regardless of of you know how politically correct it is or or it isn't, um, you know, there's going to have to be some kind of a reckoning with regard to you know what is done, uh, you know, in retaliation for you know saying all this bullshit. You know, what I'm saying it's not it can't stand very much longer. No. You know, and the, and the good news is the good news is there's enough people. Of 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 the of the white or Caucasian race, you know, if you call that a race, you know, I'm saying I don't know, you know, I'm saying I mean, you know, you know, white Caucasian race, you know, I'm saying no, no, what I what I mean by that, I know that probably sounded bad, right? Out of the Caucasoid mountains, right, 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 you know, right, but you know, the less melanated are, you know, there are enough of those people. Right, uh, to where uh, they recognize that they're, 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 that that shit isn't right, right? You know Time what I'm saying? Tell. And and I think that because they're, they're those folks are coming around or, or have come around, um, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be much more difficult for that kind of shit to fly. Oh yeah. You know? uh, well, you know that's a wonderful thing about these movies, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, Judas and the uh, Black Messiah, um, United States versus Billy Holiday. Right. You know the movies that were that are coming out. The uh, what was it? The Chicago Seven. Yeah. Right. You know to tell these stories because I mean we got stories upon stories upon stories that we don't even know. I am still learning things from just yeah, walking. Now getting back to the, the U.S. versus Billy Holiday. So recognizing because we all know and you know the the lady sings a blues story. Which was a different scope of a telling of a story tale that yeah, expanded sanitized. very, very sanitized, sanitized and romanticized. Oh, you know, please. in a huge way because everybody went crazy over you know King Forty Ounce, you know Billy Holiday, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Billy D, Billy D, not Billy Holiday, Billy D. Right, man. Shoot, I mean, you know, shoot. I remember <laughs> being a kid, you know. Just, you know, just having my cousins when the ladies in the blues came on on like Sunday night on ABC <laughs> night at the movies, right? right? My cousins would be, you know, my sister and everybody would just be sitting in front of the TV, just oh, mesmerized. It's He's gonna be on tonight, <laughs> and it was like, this is a movie about heroin, guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you guys, that's not, you know what, not like, what you like, were saying. Can we watch a war movie or something? I mean, geez, I need like, some killing, right? I mean, some like, killing. Come on, man, six million that. dollar man is on. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, ah, no, we wanna, you know. 
And I, you know, but they just love the hell out of Billy D. Williams. I mean, you know, well, who didn't? I mean, he held that title for a long time. Yeah, we didn't was. have black yeah, male lead, you know, uh, role models or leaders in movies. You didn't see that. You saw yeah. a few criminals. Oh, other than the black exploitation period, right. you know, we had Jim Brown, we had Black Caesar, we had Fred Williamson. Well, even even in the black exploitation movies, mm-hmm. uh-huh. when uh, they were paralyzed from the from the, the, brother, from the waist down, they wasn't getting none. The brother, you know what I'm uh, uh, that's not true. Well, Jim Brown, he he got it in, well, buddy. He got it in. Yeah, he got it. Matter of <laughs> fact, he knocked what's her name? I was watching. Uh, it wasn't it? Uh, what's her name? Ra- Raquel, Raquel Welch. Welch. Raquel I watched Welch. one of the guns the other night. It was that was pretty good too. <laughs> and she was like. I want to be a woman. You don't want me, right? You know what I'm saying? He was like, uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, for you, I'm going to go ahead and do this. But, you know, of course, naturally, the, she got killed, right? Because she played the Indian you know, woman, didn't she? Yeah. He wasn't, wasn't going to be able to keep getting that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, no. <laughs> that, no, that, that, no that, that wasn't repeats, though. That wasn't going to make it fair. That wasn't going to make it fair. Right. No repeats. Right. No repeats. But the brother that played... Trouble Man, yeah. Robert Hooks. Oh, yeah. Robert Hooks. That's right. Okay. Forgot about now, that. Dun, 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 I, I, I watched him shooting. Baby. I, want, I watched him shoot some of that in L.A. You watched him? Yeah. And yeah. the the pool hall yeah. was directly across the street from the original Fat Burger okay. on Western. Yeah. On okay. Western. And Western and Adams, I believe. Yeah. Uh, uh, not Adams. Jefferson. Jefferson. That's right. But. Mm-hmm. The thing that that I always remembered about that, I remember how many black people didn't go see Trouble Man because they had some kind of twisted version. Like, he's not a drug dealer. He's not a criminal. He was a private dick. Yeah, yeah. In more ways than one. Oh. Okay. Right, right. But... The thing was, Robert Hook's character that he played. Yeah. Because I saw, I remember seeing the interview after it came out. He was the coolest man. And when they interviewed him and asked him, he said, hey, what black movies have you seen me in? And it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Trouble, man. Not all that other. Mm-hmm. You know, and he did a gang of shit, brought his son up in it. Yeah. All that. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's but. Right. That's right. He was like, you know, he just Kevin told Hooks. He yeah. just, Kevin, yeah, Hooks. Kevin Hooks. He just right. told the interviewer, "Well, you you tell me." Well, Shaft was a private dick too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but see, even you know. even with Shaft, you know, the way they introduced the black criminal element, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and how it it he was never portrayed as being anti police as much as anti black crime, right. And the criminal network there, mm-hmm. which is real, mm-hmm. it's real. But I I I. Trouble Man always that I hear that song, and I can damn near see the scenes from the movie. Oh yeah, you know because it was like oh yeah, yeah that I like that. Oh Abbey Walsh, <laughs> now they're gonna put the blame on T. Was that it? Be-be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, that was that was, I, I did the whole soundtrack. Or oh, the whole oh yeah, the whole soundtrack was right. dope. But it was Marvin Gaye, wasn't it? The yeah, whole soundtrack? Oh, yeah, 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 everything. Because yeah. I remember that. Including you play keyboards on The there. cover yeah. of that, if you remember, that was the coolest cover because it was, it was just a cool cover. It was him like coming a down suit. off a rope, right? Wasn't that? No, the, no like no, a no, gray that's, suit. That's uh, Shaft. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he had a gray suit on or something. Yeah, right, right. He was like this with the gun, right? Something like that. Yeah, but he was. It was. 
it was powerful in that those that had been were were capable of seeing black men mm. in a you know sort of open ended right. <laughs> kind of depiction. But it was so different from so all the other movies. This is trouble, man. It was Marvin Gaye in the suit. Please, Chucky. Can you see it? Don't mess with Mr. T. So you had yeah. Marvin Gaye in the suit da, sitting da, da, back da, da, like this. No. And then it was like a, 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 about three it's like images. Mirrors, like yeah. a mirror Im- image yeah. of Robert yeah. Hooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because that, that, I mean. You know he made you no harm. You don't okay, wrong. Smooth Walker. Oh, please, Chalky. Don't mess we, with Mr. T. Okay, so no. on that, on Take that. Take my advice. I guess we'll close on that. <laughs> <laughs> on Trouble Man. Chalky. <laughs> anyway, so wind it up. Yeah. We're going to wind it up? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, long story short. You're doing uh, all the singing. Anyway, Ali, I know uh, we'll we'll wind it down. Yeah. So, but uh, Ali said because I know you're gonna step out, and we'll just we'll just we want to leave yeah. it up to finish it in that spectacular fashion that we do. Okay, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so bottom line, <laughs> what would you rate the movie? Would you you know uh, we're talking about you? I you, would suggest Trouble Man. Well, we were talking this, about you, the U.S. No, the reason I'm saying it is that. The youth now, like I got a 17-year-old and a 14-year-old grandson. Uh-huh. And it's the kind of shit that they've heard about. They done seen all the run-of-the-mill shit. Right. Okay, see all the pimp hoe, right. you know, naked ass, blah, 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 blah. They seen all right. that shit. All right. super flies. But, yeah, right. all, all that, all yeah. that. That's every day. Right. Okay. Yeah. But I recommend to young black people and other young people of color mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. choose something that is not pushed. Choose something that is not still being exploited against people of color. Mm-hmm. And look at who portrays what. Hmm. Okay? One guy I always loved was Woody Strode. Mm, yes. Woody Strode was a real black man. Mm-hmm. And he played and I, I, I can't call the name of the movie, but he played... Magnificent a, Seven? Uh, no, 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 no. Not that one. This Sergeant Rutledge? Sergeant Rutledge is one <laughs> yes. where he paid a, a, a Buffalo soldier. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. he was a leader in that in that world. And then he's accused of what? Raping the major's daughter or some right. shit yeah. like that. Hmm. And that's all, yeah. it's all a setup. Yeah. It's okay. all a setup because okay. he, had, he had developed hmm. a leadership position. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to watch it and realize, oh, wait a minute. Man. Who is this? And he was a buck, man. That dude was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm talking about like, how big was the brother? He was probably like, what, six, five, just six, five, six, six. Solid. He was like the rock. He was like the, he was like the oh, first yeah, early rock. rock. Yeah, early yeah, rock. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. But he was, he was a, yeah. he had been a professional football player. Oh, right? really? He yeah. played college ball. Mm-hmm. And unbeknownst to the white folks, he was very, Involved with oh. the black intelligentsia, uh-huh. yeah. okay? Because I mean, I remember seeing the interview of him with uh, Negro World mm. magazine. Negro I World, I may have been wow. like ten or eleven, twelve, something like that, uh-huh. young. Uh-huh. Yeah. And when I went, when I saw him in Sergeant Rutledge, 
And they said Buffalo Soldier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me and my friends was like, oh, wait, hold, stop, stop. Run that again. Run that again. Because, you know, we'd only heard little, you know, mm-hmm. little dribbles mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of the real truth. Yes. Right. And then in Negro World, they did an interview with Woody. Mm-hmm. Woody was fiery. Yeah. I mean, it, it, really? and it didn't come across on the stage in, in front of the camera that way. Yeah. But you could tell he felt freer, relatively speaking, in mm-hmm. the interview with Negro World. And they, you know, I mean, it, it, I enjoyed the publication. But it was, a, you know, it was fairly bougie and, yeah. and Negro-ish. Right. And when he started talking about the... Upperty. Yeah, when he started talking about the Buffalo Soldiers, I was mm. like, oh, no, see, wait a minute, hold it. I got to... I remember going to three stores until I found that goddamn magazine. <laughs> right. And bought me one and went home and just took a deep dive. Yeah, I, I, I remember yeah. seeing him. I yeah, remember seeing him. He, I mean, he was a buck. That guy was... Yeah, I, and masculine. he was a Spartacus, too, right? Wasn't he yeah, Spartacus? yeah. He was in, like, all... He was, Very he was, masculine. He was the man, you know what I'm saying? Man's man. The black dude... You, before Jim Brown, there before was Willie Stroke. There right. was Willie, Willie Stroke. You know Willie Stroke. And he was, he was really the tough guy for us. And, you know, I remember, like, was he Porkchop Hill? Yeah, uh, so, you know what I'm saying. It was, I think it was. It was, it was a pork chop. Yeah. That's he was another a war, movie. Yeah, war, war, I I love Woody Strode. I mean, wow. you know, he was always one of my favorites. And and he was like, it was like I didn't even know his name. And just was like that black dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the big black dude. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? That, so was like, that, they didn't mess with him. You know what I'm saying? They tried to make him look like he was a coward in in, in pork chop hill. They yeah. tried to make it look like he was trying to run, but he wasn't really trying to run. You know what I'm saying? He was just trying not to get killed. Right, <laughs> right, you know what right. There's you know a saying? difference. Like, right, like, There's a definite fucking difference. I'm coming. You know what I'm saying? So, Ali, before yeah. we close, you were saying, now, what, what's the advice about choosing the movie? And we were talking about U.S. versus for, Billy, for but... Younger blacks, mm-hmm. younger people of color, mm-hmm. I'm asking you to use your Google skills. <laughs> Okay? You know how to look mm-hmm. every fucking thing else up. <laughs> right. You need to search out and learn about people like Woody Strode. Mm-hmm. Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier. They call me now, Mr. Tibbs. Another guy, <laughs> Ivan Dixon. Okay. A lot of older people know Ivan from a TV show oh, okay. that was a, a, a World War II, a, a prisoner of war camp okay. shit. Okay. okay? Um, oh, you're talking about um, not Hogan's Heroes. No, there wasn't a black person. Oh, it was a black person yeah. in Ivan Hogan's That's right. But the interesting thing is, he did a movie mm-hmm. with. Oh, Lord, what's her name? Um, Pam Max Bruce. Roach's. No, no, no. Max Roach's ex wife. Hmm. Uh, Aminata hmm. Moseka. Um, hmm. She's a singer. Fantastic singer. Just recently passed. Oh, really? Okay. But. He he directed, I think, co-wrote Abby Lincoln. Abby Lincoln. Oh yeah, yeah. But hey, oh, yeah. He co-wrote, produced, maybe also directed a movie where him, he, and Abby Lincoln were a black couple mm-hmm. in the South, mm-hmm. and he's dealing with the day in day out shit that black men dealt with, and it shows them interacting around how he's dealing and how he communicates what's going on in his head mm-hmm. with Abby Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Extremely powerful movie. But he had he had credits, serious credits, as a mm-hmm. producer, mm-hmm. director, writer, all that. Right. And if you saw that shit on Hogan's Heroes, it was like... 
he played Bowley Jackson. Do you remember that? Bowley, Bowley, Bowley. You remember, you remember <laughs> what that? movie was that? That was it was it was on Twilight Zone. It was an episode of Twilight Zone. <laughs> the Big Tall Wish. Yeah. When, when he was the boxer. Well, you remember that? Yeah. Boy, he was the boxer. Good. The kid could like wish it. we can make it come true. We can make oh, it come true. Little black Bowley kid. His ass That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Bowley, that. Bowley, Bowley. <laughs> But those 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 kinds of actors, those kinds of actresses, those kinds of movies, music, uh, yeah. painters, on and on. Yeah. Um, nobody is gonna tell you the truth. You're gonna have to find it for yourself. That should be your guiding principle, day in and day out, until either the empire collapses mm-hmm. or you die. So, in other words, I'm just going to say in terms of U.S. versus Billie Holiday, don't just only look at this movie and think you know the story because it's only a little teeny. Put some time into it. Put some time into it. You know all about goddamn Bill Gates? Yeah. You know, because the boy running uh, uh, Facebook and all that shit. Right. Learn something about people that had something to teach you, something to offer you. Right. You know, because the truth of the matter was, I ain't going to lie. You know what I'm saying? I thought for the longest time that Billy Holiday was dark skinned, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he did. And I did until I really started looking for pictures of her. And when, when she, because everything was in black and white. Right. All the pictures were in black and white. But think so, about so, it. But sometimes, just like they did OJ, yeah. sometimes they darkened yeah. people intentionally to, to yeah. make them to, to look to, to menacing. Them look and, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I was I was tripping out when I actually looked at color photos of mm-hmm. her, and like, right? And it, I was like, wait a minute, she was kind of light bright. You know, so they always had her looking like you know, and, and then you you thought she was a dark skinned person because Diana Ross played her, right? You know what I'm saying, right? So you know, another, yeah, another twist. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah but, but so- yeah, you definitely have to look up people, and you have to look at them, and you have to you know, go listen to her music. Yeah, actually, there, there's stuff on YouTube. You can go to YouTube and listen to Billie Holiday sing. The real what Billie was Holiday. the specter of what made people love her so much? You have to yeah. ask that. You know, you can't just go, "Oh, we have Billie Holiday, right? Uh, she's a good singer." How do you know? Pay attention to her listen? lyrics. Listen yeah. to the she lyrics. wrote those lyrics. The lyrics, yeah, hear what she's saying. Yeah, right. That's what got her in trouble with the U.S. government. It was the lyrics, the "Strange Fruit," right? Right. Because if you if you just read through the lyrics of "Strange Fruit," it's like. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And they just couldn't stand how that was going to stir up not only uh, nationally, but internationally. Well, you know, they at one point, J. Edgar Hoover claimed that it was a um, anthem for the early civil rights movement in the South. Uh huh. Wow. These wow. niggers is acting up because she did that. Damn I mean, song. anything was just you know, sparked is, fear. Anything and everything. My thing is, is when is Lee Daniels going to make a movie that... Uh, <laughs> oh, no, get ready for this one. No, seriously. I mean, you know, I you know, I mean, every movie that he's got, you know, is LGBT. Yeah. Right? First and foremost, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, we recognize that. You know what I'm saying? Um, are we going to have one with a positive ending? Are we going to have one with, you know what I'm saying, that's not tragic? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When or is, is that what you choose make, to focus on? Yeah, he's choosing to focus More on the, on, on the Tyler Perry. You know, this is how they did us wrong. 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 You know what I'm saying? But, you know, uh, if, if that's his, his I mean, voice and that's his truth from his perspective as a producer. You know, Monsters Ball. 
I want you to make me feel good. I want you to make me feel good. Right? Uh, <laughs> moonlight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know. Right. Uh, All tragic. Uh, Green Book. Uh, well, Green yeah. Book, it, it was a uh, tragedy. It was tragic for the, you know, the uh, the main character, the main character, and the, you know, it was a true, real character yeah. who was obviously very repressed uh, homosexually yeah. and and isolated and a lonely, lonely, hurt, kind of somewhat broken man. Yeah. But he can only live through his art, you know, and feel grand. But that was just a facade. The the only criticism I've heard of Lee Daniels that, that to me I could see all the points. Uh-huh was that if you look at his characters, his characters all have qualities that connect to his life. Probably so. Yeah. But look yeah. at Spike Lee, though. Because yeah. people, Spike Lee gets that same criticism yeah. about his movie and his angle, and there, there, it really there's anger and repression, you know, that he's mm-hmm. expressing about the black situation, whatever the situation is. Mm-hmm. All of them, there's really no happy movies, yeah. ultimately. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Even She's Gotta Have It. Yeah. As his first, yeah, was not like, really a like happy movie. Crooklyn. The the role that uh, the father played, uh, Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo, yeah. right? I mean, the movie showed the family going through some real fucked up shit. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I always felt like the only thing I missed was I needed. What's the sister's name? Wood, Alfred? Alfred Woodard. 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 Mm-hmm. I wanted her perspective. Oh, because everything everything in the house revolved around her. It did. Uh-huh. But somehow the story seemed to be told from over here right. with Delroy's character. Well, you know, I thought uh-huh. the little girl... For, yeah, for me, yeah, yeah. it was a little girl that was that gave the narrative of of it, <laughs> yeah. you know, but in a, in a see, good sense. That, that's why I missed it. Because right. mm. see, I'm thinking, okay, mm. I got cousins, I got you know, yeah. a little sister, all that. Mm. If they were telling a story like that kind of story in that kind of setting, right. I would have expected to hear more about mom, more about mom's right. role, more about am I going to end up like her? Is it, you know, is this the way it ends up? Blah, 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 blah. Well, I think that, well, for me, I think that he told the story because he, if he d- d- delved that much into the mother, it would have changed the story completely. But see, that's what I'm saying. And, with, the, with the daughter being the voice, right? Uh-huh. That's... But she remember, but but she's still a little girl. No, I think I, that it, she didn't have enough a chance to even mature, even become twelve years old. But from right. her perspective of what she saw in her little world, there was a little brother. She ended up having to take on the role of the mother of her mother. Yeah, you all know? the more reason for what I'm saying. So even though, so she, but so maybe, the you mother, know, maybe it didn't occur until later in the movie. But as her mother goes downhill, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and her father's going downhill, right? But With mom's downhill and is death, and so forth. Right. Right. Okay, right. I, I wanted to to hear. I wanted to feel. I wanted to see more from the daughter about what the fuck am I going to do? 
Right. Well, I thought that, dying. I thought she was that. that I, I thought that was it. I got that because when they sent her south, they didn't send the little brothers. I know. It was her I story. Remember. They sent her. That was painful. She didn't want to be there. She hated them people. And you know them <laughs> uppity Negroes. Again. Yeah. <laughs> you know why, baby? Straighten her hair with all these little bells and shells and right. everything in her hair. That you know that's so ugly. Right. You know, it was so Atlanta back in those days, yeah. you know, and uh, so exactly right. So it was. I thought it was a strong story from the little girl. Now, and 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 the loss of her mother, she still. I think even at the end of it, yeah. I saw a little girl who was still processing and going to continue processing. Right, right. That's right. what I saw. Yeah. Now, and I, think, I wanted more to process it. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's at, what at, you wanted. At different stages in the story in Crooklyn. Okay, it's like when she's she's on the street in one scene, and uh, the dope di- uh, the addicts, the, the, the heroin addicts. addicts. Okay. Yeah, oh, I love that. Now, yeah. Okay. With Spike with the cameos the in it. Yeah. Yeah. But now you, you see what I'm saying? Just I just wanted more. And I rewound that a thousand times to watch that scene. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But that that's why I, I yeah. just wanted more. I just wanted more. Okay. And I, I, I and also I, all, we don't often get our films done in a broader, deeper manner. I don't, I didn't expect her to have any answers. I didn't expect her to fully understand what the fuck was going on. Right. My mother and father didn't. No. Okay. No. But she matured. She matured. She matured. I know there were questions. Sure. There were a lot of, of, you know, I felt, but that's, that's the thing. I felt that that, got into the mind of the viewer to open up and you know to <laughs> we're have we're on such a ball oh, yeah. but anyway uh, this has been wonderful about uh you know the the black films black yes, films and, 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 and have actually made a an immense impact not only on the black community but on society at large the world right on the world you know what i'm saying that's that's this is a very interesting time this is important time in film usa versus billy holiday yes uh burt not burt the sister day day Day. andre day andre day right her winning that that global golden global award best actress that means something absolutely because it's not it's not the academy awards 36 years? And it's very possible that she might win the Academy Award as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if she was another color, they would already be talking about man, it. Man, you know, think about how she, think about think about the speech. Oh, she's a, she's a shoe-in for the best best actress yeah, I mean, for the Academy Awards. Well, think about, think about, the, uh, think about the, 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 the way that she pulled the heartstrings of the people when she gave her acceptance speech at the Golden Gloves. That's what the Academy Awards people want. For their show, because they're not going to be able to be in that big four theater or whatever that shit oh, is, and yeah, everything else. That's right. They're going to have to do it in a different way, and they're going to have to attract people and have a draw. So to, that they don't usually attract. That they don't usually have. Correct. Wow. So yeah, yeah, yeah. she's she, very well maybe. Just like when Jennifer Hudson won. I mean, everybody. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. if there was a campaign that was run to get her there. Sure. Right, yeah. and I think that you know, um, I think that Audrey Day has that opportunity. 
Well, listen, this has been a good show. We're going to go ahead and uh, wind it down with the Vibe Crew. And yes, uh, yes. until next time, we want to make sure that you follow. We know you enjoy this. Be sure to follow, subscribe, like, and share. And this is Sonya Song B signing out. Peace. Chris Jeffrey saying, hey, y'all, be careful. I don't know why, but just be careful. <laughs> Black power every day, all day, all night, forever. 24-7. Black. 24-7. Black. Peace. Oh, my, I'm going to get the movie. Show me how you feeling this night. I'm going to say your love. Then I'm winning, winning. When I want your love, they do me this night. Yeah. I need your grace. We uh, never relate. Uh, my love, no get shape. Uh, no matter the case. Uh,